Welcome, guys and gals, to the Man Talk Show. I'm Connor Beaton, and today we're going to talk about what you want to do before you die. Now, this has been something that I've really been thinking about lately, and it's kind of been on my mind. Not not in the sense of like what what happens after death, or like you know, um, uh, writing your you know writing like your your eulogy or you know your your funeral speech or something like that, but but actually sort of leveraging death and and leveraging the the knowledge that at some point this form this plane of existence is going to end. And being able to look at the things that you want to do and the things that you want to be and the things you want to accomplish and the things you want to experience and the people that you want to meet before that end comes. And and to really have it be um, a motivator, you know, something that, that sort of like lights a fire under you. And the, it's interesting because a lot of cultures, a lot of religions have, have practiced this very, uh, very similar exercise. And so the mystic Christians back in... I think the 15th or 16th century actually had a practice called memento mori, which literally translates to um, reflections of death or meditations on death. And they would practice actually looking at what they had regretted in their life so far. And those regrets became the things that they knew that they need to heal. And those regrets became the things that they, that they wanted to work through. And that they wanted to change and shift. But they also looked at the end of their life. And they meditated on the end of their life. And they would actually reflect as if it was the end of their life. Whatever point in time they they believed that they would die. Whether they thought that they would be 70 or 80. And they would look back at their life and, and meditate on what they would have wanted to accomplish. What they would have wanted to experience and become. And who they would have wanted to meet. And, and I think that this is such a, such a worthy endeavor. And so I've, I've actually undertaken this over the last year of just, you know, thinking about and meditating on and reflecting on um, what, not just what death will be like, but what I actually want to do, what I want my life to serve. And one of the, one of the most interesting um, exercises that I've done is to actually look at the regrets that I have or have had in my life. And this is such an interesting exercise because so many people, when they're asked, you know, what regrets do you have? What regrets do you have? Uh, most people are like, oh, I don't have any regrets. Oh, no, I don't regret anything. I live my life. You know, it's a very new age, modern, spiritual thing to be like, oh, I don't have any regrets whatsoever. And it's like, yeah, okay, cool. Like you're so, you know, you're so evolved. Good for you. You're so spiritual. Good for you. Um, but when we really, when we really sit with it, you know, we can all find these moments in times where maybe we regretted how we behaved with a loved one, a family member, a partner, you know, a random person. And and we we can look at parts of our life that we regretted how we behaved or what we didn't do or what we did do. And we can start to learn what we want to shift. And we can start to tune into healing that that part of our life, forgiving our past self, finding a sense of of completion with that part, learning the lesson that was meant to be in that space, and and asking ourselves how we want to go forward. We can also look at things that we missed out on, right? Events that we didn't go to, or um, you know, I, I wasn't going to say parties that we didn't go to, but but things that we've always wanted to do, right? Like maybe you're one of those people that's always wanted to skydive, but you still haven't done it yet, and you have no good excuse. You just have like literally no good excuse for not having done it. I'm like literally using my own example right now. I, you know, part of me has always wanted to go skydiving, but I just haven't done it yet. And I think I think it, I think it's going to happen next year. 
Um, and so, <laughs> cause it's on the list, it's actually on the list. Um, so using this, using this concept, we can look at some of the things that we want to experience, not because, you know, it'll be like some great story to put on our bucket list, not because, you know, it'll look great on our Instagram account, but simply because it's what we choose to do. It's what we choose to do. It's the life that we choose to live. And so what we can do is we can look back at our life. And we can say, if I die in 20 years, if I die in five years, if I die in three years, what would I sincerely and genuinely regret not having done, not having experienced, not having witnessed? And we can curate a bit of, a bit of an idea around what we want to shift internally and what we want to experience externally. You know, one of the things that that I got in touch with through this exercise is I've always been that person that's like, I don't really care about meeting people. You know, like on this podcast, I've gotten the opportunity to, to interview some amazing people. I got to speak on stage with some amazing people. And I've never really been like a big fanboy for, for a lot of, a lot of people. But one of the things that I realized was I was like, you know what, before I die, I actually want to meet and interview Jim Carrey. I actually, I, that's actually something that's really really inherently important to me. And I didn't realize it, but it became this like motivating thing that that emerged out of my consciousness. And I was like, oh yeah, I understand why. You know, I watched him growing up. I idolized him growing up. I really respected him growing up. And I've watched his journey throughout the years as he's, you know, gone, you know, just become a very different actor and immersed himself into different characters and, you know, walked this very spiritual path. And I was like, you know what? That's somebody that I actually really would like to meet and interview and, and and even if I couldn't interview him, just to have a conversation with him. And and I and I actually would regret, I actually sincerely, genuinely would regret not having the opportunity to do that. And and I've had the opportunity to meet some amazing people. I got to meet the Dalai Lama. Um, you know, like I've I've really I've really been fortunate. But when I really thought about it, when I really reflected on my own death and I and I and I thought about what it would be like to die. I realized that that was something that that I really wanted to do. You know, there's there's so many things. I started to make a list. I just started to write it down. It, you know, started to come out after one of my meditations or my reflections. And there was things on there that I never even would have thought of. One of them, uh, one of them was that I wanted to sleep under the stars with Vienna, my my future wife. We're gonna marry in April, and and our kids. And that's something that I would never have thought of. But it's something that if I died, you know, tomorrow. I actually would, I, I would in a way feel like I missed out on not having the chance to have done that, to, to have a family, to have, you know, my wife and, and be sleeping under the stars somewhere really cool like British Columbia or, you know, somewhere in the middle of the States or, you know, Patagonia uh, or, you know, out in Europe somewhere, or out in Scotland, which is, you know, just an amazing, amazing country. Um, the other one was, was to hike through Patagonia, to hike through Scotland and the hike Pachacucha and, and to actually go on these, uh, to go on these trips and, and hike some of the places that I've always just loved. You know, I've loved, I've loved Scotland and we, you know, we went around there last year and it was such a beautiful trip and I felt connected to my heritage because my grandfather is from Scotland and his side of the family is from Scotland. Um, and, and Patagonia has been on my list, which I think is going to get crossed off on our honeymoon next year. Fingers crossed, but I think that's going to, that's going to be a green light. Um, and so, you know, I got a chance to go through this exercise, but what I found was that the more I did it, the more 
I realized the type of things that I that I intrinsically wanted to do, the, 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 the type of man that I intrinsically wanted to become, these sort of emergent properties started to come out of like, here's, here's what I want to do. Here's how I want to be, you know, and, and these experiences like laying under the stars with my kids and my wife in the future, I realized that I was like, you know what, in order to really, in order to really experience that properly, I would want to be a certain way. I wouldn't want to just have that experience. I would want to be a certain way. I would want to be so present and so grounded for my family that when that experience comes, when that experience comes, I'll be able to be fully present and enjoy it. Not distracted by conflict, not distracted by worries or doubts or, you know, constant insecurities or, you know, anxieties of the future or being stolen away from from some precious, incredible moment, but actually so present. So it started to get me to think of how do I want to be? What's what's the type of man that I want to be? And so I created a few lists. So the first one is the things that I want to do. And the second one are are the things that I want to be. How do I want to be as a human being, as a person, as a man? How do I want to show up for the people that are around me? And on that list are on that list are things like deeply, deeply present. And what does that mean? How would I actually cultivate that on a daily basis? And would I regret it if I hadn't cultivated a deep sense of that before I died? And the answer was yes. If I hadn't cultivated a deep sense of presence to every moment, to the people that I love and care about, to the people that I serve, if I hadn't, if I hadn't committed to that fully and given myself to trying to accomplish some sense of that, not that there's some destination, you know, not that there's like a place that you reach where you're like, oh, I have reached full embodied presence. Um, but that you reach a space where you're like, you know what, I can drop into that. I can be present for my partner. I can be present for my kids. And, and I, can, I can embody that. And I can really show up in that space. And so then I took it a step further and I said, well, what would I have to, what would I have to do to accomplish some of those things? And I started to realize that some of my behaviors weren't conducive for the things that I wanted to do and for things that I wanted to be. And so I said, okay, here's the list of things that I won't do anymore. Right. Here's the things of list of things that I won't do anymore. And that was really interesting because it really put into perspective the the parts of my life that I was willing to let go of. And sometimes when we enter into a new year, you know, you, you probably are going to hear a lot of the people like coming up with New Year's resolutions or hating on New Year's resolutions. But there really is something that happens where people feel a shift. You know, they feel a sort of cleansing happening between one year and the next and it's a very real experience for a lot of people. And so my invitation for you is to do this, is to meditate or even just to think about what your death not will be like, but what you want to have done, what you want to have become before you die, and what you'll need to let go of or accept. And those are the tough parts. <laughs> what will you need to have let go of? What will you need to have accepted? And who will you need to have forgiven before you die? And those, my friends, are questions worth answering. And so I hope that that serves you well in the coming weeks as you come into your new year. I would love to hear how this goes for you. Please send me a screenshot. Share share this with me. Share your exercise with me uh, through Instagram, through Facebook. If you're part of the Man Talks community, share it in the Man Talks community, um, you know, what, what you've written out. Uh, or, or just fire it off to me on Instagram. I'd love to see it. And as always, Man It Forward, Share this podcast episode with a friend who you think would get value out of this. And uh, until next week, 
uh, this Connor Beaton signing off. And I hope that you have an amazing, amazing holiday. So we'll talk to you soon.